Sometimes the truth isn't good enough. Sometimes people deserve to have their faith rewarded. And you're listening to episode 169 of the Vigilante 1939 podcast. We are a father-son best friend dynamic where we talk all things DC, Marvel, Star Wars, and more. In this week's episode, we're discussing the latest trailer for Shazam! Fury of the Gods and chapter one of James Gunn's DCU finally revealed. I'm one of your hosts, Nick Zanik, and before we get into the show, let me remind you all that we are available to get your podcast at, including Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, and Apple Podcasts. If you wait and review us on Apple Podcasts, we will read your review on air. Now joining me each and every week, they are protectors of Earth 2814. They are Nico and Nick Caruso Jr. Hey, guys. That's good, man. You got that 2814 right. That's correct. Um, sure do. Happy to be here. I, you know, I'm going to get a little philosophical here because I kind of feel like this podcast was formed from the ashes of the Justice League. It was. And now I feel like tonight that's finally that all that stuff is kind of gone but it really isn't when you think about it, but yeah, for the most part it is. It's so a rebirth. we're, we're it's kind a of like, sure. we're kind mm-hmm. of starting our, um, I think a new phase of this podcast where, where some of that stuff I think will finally be done with and, or will we, I don't know. We're going to discuss that today because it seems like out with the old and in with the new <laughs> or out with some of the old mm-hmm. and in with some new. So we'll see. It's, it's it's just cool to be here, I think. Um, yep. Like you said, we started it when DC was in shambles, and it never wasn't in shambles. And Flash didn't, still, even, didn't even have his current director when we Didn't even have it. Robert Pattinson, <laughs> Robert Pattinson wasn't even Batman yet, right? So it's uh, Aquaman had just come out. So it's, it's cool that we're here. We're talking about new. Hopefully, it comes out of the shambles. But um, as DC fans, that's what we all lean, you know? We've talked about a million things on this show with characters we'd like to see DC projects if they could ever do this in a perfect world. And now we're here and it's going to be fun to talk about it. We have cool thoughts from our listeners too. So this feels like a full circle moment for the show, conveniently coming right after our four years anniversary, gentlemen. Look at this, four years. Yeah. Wow. Sitting talking to you knuckleheads. Crazy. <laughs> but Crazy. I would but I wouldn't I wouldn't have it any other way. Let the good so, times um, roll. Let the good times roll. But first, <laughs> first, let's let the mid times roll. Oh. Because we have to get we have to we we have so much great stuff to talk about. I feel it's a sin that I have to talk about the Shazam trailer. I know where Desetti's shaking his head. I know we're DC fans and we're about to praise DC, but listen. That wasn't the worst trailer I've ever seen, but man, 
Uh, for me, Shazam 2, somehow the needle was moved backwards. I liked it less than the first trailer. Excited about it less. I feel like we saw the whole movie and we're doing the Spider-Man 2 thing. Um, other than that, I have little to no thoughts um, on it. I'll probably see it. Will we probably enjoy it? Um, shout out to Mary Marvel. That's that's you know, Dad. What are you? What are you? What are you feeling? You well, you're lower on it than me, and I'm pretty low. Yeah, you know, I've after hearing Gunn talk about how and and knowing that they're that Levi and Saffron are on vacations together, I I somehow feel like Shazam gets like a pass, no matter what it does. Like I could actually see there being a third one. Um, look, the first trailer I thought was okay it was enough to kind of get me a little bit interested in possibly wanting to see this kind I'm of sorry. possibly little i'm sorry i don't mean to offend anybody well, this, this trailer is one of the worst trailers i've ever seen it is <laughs> oh my. it is and this sandberg guy is like a cool guy and he's real active on the internet and all that but it's such a mishmash hodgepodge incoherent just i don't know what's going on the cgi looks horrible and i know they've got time no do they have time to fix the cgi it's coming out <laughs> soon and the humor is just horrible god bless helen Marin and lucy lou they're great actresses but they it, it they just don't play well as the villains it yeah, it you. doesn't feel like anything like there's anything important and you don't really see the team a lot and when you do, you don't care. Um, you got that wizard guy telling him that the world depends on him. It just, I'm just telling you, it feels like a CW Saturday morning, cheaply put together cartoon to me. And I think he's safe. I, I think that no matter what I say, I think Shazam will live on. I don't think this movie's going to do much in the way of business or anything like that, but whatever it just it's it's bad for me it's really it's really bad i mean it made me angry it made me angry now why does it make me angry because i i just think you have to put more into something like this if you're trying hmm. and so for Zeddy, me save us Zeddy. you're the Zeddy, give it some love oh, Zeddy, give it some love yeah um i mean you guys you guys know i was obviously the highest walking out of shazam i think out of all of us when we initially saw it it is one of the first one of my favorite just dc movies uh dcu movies i should say uh i will say this i think in terms of it being overly fun it definitely achieves that goal uh but i really didn't realize the muted response of this thing until i saw it online I will obviously admit that there seems to be a lot of people like you guys in that camp and a lot of it seems to be warranted. And I'll be honest with you guys, because you guys know me, I was really high on this movie initially. I was, you know, saying, look, this won't be the biggest hit of 2023, but it could probably be a decent hit, you know, uh, better than the first movie. I, I was hoping at, at the very least it is a sequel. It should arguably be better and do better. But I don't really know anymore, to be quite honest. I don't know what exactly this will and can do because that that muted response that I go back to, I wasn't really expecting that. So, well, what do you feel about it, though? Don't worry about what other people are saying. Yeah. Like, what 
What do you I, personally I, I when you I watch think the it trailer? looks fun? I think it looks okay. fun. I think it's exactly what if you like the first movie, you're probably gonna end up getting what you got in the first movie. Uh I'm just like I said, I'm just hoping that it's it's a worthy sequel. Now with the story, you know, we can we can judge that here and go. I I don't like the villains. I can I can say that. I don't like the choices for the villains, but uh, it it's weird. It's weird because I like the trailer, but I I I don't know, man. I don't really know what my expectations are anymore for the movie. I'm hoping to you love know, it. You know what my problem with the movie is? Everything. Everything. <laughs> my problem is that I have nothing against Zachary Levi, but if James Gunn thinks that Henry Cavill is too old to play Superman, this guy's been way too old to play Shazam. He just looks like a middle-aged freaking guy. And it just doesn't work for me because Captain Marvel Shazam should look like a guy in his mid-20s. He never looks in the he never looks like a real adult older figure. And Zachary Levi, I I don't know if they he's a good looking dude. I wish I looked as good as him. I'm not ripping the young man. He's just too old to play the character. It doesn't look right. Yeah. The whole fantasy of Shazam, it's the kid becomes like whatever age he is, but he just looks too old for the role. Mm-hmm. And when he's sitting opposite Helen Marin and he's like, you're menacing. It just looks like an old dude trying to be young. It's just, it's just weird. It doesn't play right to me. That's all I could say about it. I don't I don't want to dwell too much because I have nothing against anybody in the movie. I have nothing against the character. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan. I will say this though. The Rock not wanting to maybe be in this movie and not wanting to be part of that universe. Mm-hmm. When you look at it, it's a bad, it's a bad look. Yeah. That the rock wanted to take this obscure character from that universe. I think he he could have served himself a lot better by cameoing at the end of the first one and being the villain for this one. Mm -hmm. I really do. I really do. But listen, I hope the movie does good. I've got nothing against it. And to all of our listeners that like it, I hope you love it. Um, It it would be a boring world. It would be a boring show if we just all loved every single thing. And and I just got to stop getting angry over it. I'm angry. Let's move on to some other stuff, man. I don't. I don't know why, Nick. Why does Nico? Why am uh, I mad at this I don't trailer? Know. Why are you mad, Mister C? I, I don't. I don't know. I'm so angry. I wish Sam's I, all I, I about don't... love and family. Come on. It's so weird. And and, well, and all I know is that you better just keep showing Rachel Zegler in front of everything, right? Am I am I right, Nico? Because you know you. I feel like like she doesn't even help the movie for me. It doesn't. She, I feel like she's not even in it. Nah. So Apparently hopefully her role is bigger. She has, she, has a, she has a love story with Mr. Uh, Freddie O in the movie. Shout, shout out to Freddie. Yeah, shout man. out to Adam Brody, older Freddie, who almost was the Flash. Hey, actually, are we playing uh, <laughs> Wheel Shazam by the time another one? Yeah, by the time the anyway, third one, so the kid's 30. My God. The kid it's looks got older bigger than biceps me. than me. <laughs> he looks older than me. Jesus, Mary. Yeah. Um, okay, here's how I think yeah. we should do this. I'm, I, I think it might get, oh, do you, Want to talk about projects one by one, or should I say them all and then we move forward? No, let's go. Let's talk about one. Let's let. Why don't we all give uh, 
a, a little couple minutes. Or we can talk about the ones that were announced, like ones that were announced and right. dated, and then just go through the go through the packing order. Yeah, I, I think I think first of all, let's talk about uh, when we first heard it. What was our reaction? You know, short, okay. and then we'll go through, and then we'll start going through the the you know however you want to do it. All right, Zedward, kick it off. Your thoughts, just you were the first, Zed, because I was coming out of an appointment. Nico was yeah. nowhere yeah. near it. Mm-hmm. We had to like literally. I had. Him. I had. Hold on. I had like some, a baby. Everything. That <laughs> was something going I on. had to take care of that morning. Let's let's calm down. <laughs> yeah. It was, oh, don't, don't worry, man. I had the computer I, locked and loaded. I was ready. Man, I was ready. Ah, uh, yeah. So the interesting to point out is, um, Zedward Enigma. How have we never done that before? I know, right? How I don't know. Wow. Four years. Zedward we've never come up with Zedward Enigma. That's why you guys that, that pay me to do this show. Anymore. No, no one pays you shit to do this show. <laughs> so, so your creativity's free, my friend. That's free labor, Zeddy. So let Zedward Enigma talk. Zedward Enigma. Go ahead, sir. Oh, Shall we dance, gentlemen? Yes. Put that, on a, Let's put, that dance. A, put that on a damn T-shirt. Oh man, yeah. So the thing to point out too about this, and this was fascinating, is the the slate reveal actually had an embargo. We didn't talk about this. Allegedly, like yeah. Our last show, allegedly, like, well, not allegedly. So, like, James Gunn showed the slate to Price, and then the next day, everybody was undoing embargo. So it was 11 a.m. our time. So that's like when James Gunn was going to release a video. The trades were going to come out one by one with all their articles and everything like that. So James Gunn's video was a few minutes late. So my first initial uh, just presentation of like the slate or whatever actually came from Variety. And I saw the Batman 2 uh, release date. That was the first mm. thing. The very first thing I saw was the Batman movie and that Superman movie release date. So that kind of really, really already got me hyped. And then obviously everything kind of just came came flowing right after that but you know in the grand scheme of things uh i think what he did was the right thing all around because i think what he did is he went big where he needed to like he talked about and he obviously went small and obscure like we kind of anticipated uh so higher saw it, he's he kind of gave everybody a variety of everything that i think somebody was looking for like if you were somebody that you know you just cared about to hear stuff about the matt reeves verse you got that you know, yeah. if you were somebody that wanted the DCU stuff, you got that. If you were somebody that just wanted Superman and you cared a little bit about other stuff, you kind of got that. So I think he tried to service a little bit of everybody, which I appreciate. And um, my other thing, too, is I'm glad he kind of opened up the treasure chest of uh, characters here. You know, some of these characters I had never heard of. Some of them I read in comics a long time ago, and I'm going to need some brushing up on. And uh, overall, I, I'm excited at what 2025 looks like. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But I'm very, very excited for that. Uh, one of you guys take it away. What do you guys think? Yeah, well, for me, so I came out of an appointment and um, I, I drove a little bit away from the place. I didn't want them <laughs> let them looking well, at me through the window. Yell, yelling in the in your office. Just in case some tears started streaming down my face or anything <laughs> like that. They're like, what's going on with Mr. Caruso? Is he okay? So I'm going to be full transparency here. When I read the slate on variety just listed, I I was not happy. I thought it, I was like disappointed. I'm like, my God, we, we predicted all this, right? We predicted Waller. We predicted booster gold. We, we knew Superman was coming. We knew the green lanterns were coming. 
I was like, wow, there's really not much anything here. Yeah, Batman and Robin was certainly something new. Some of the obscure stuff that I didn't even know about mm. was obviously new, but I didn't even know about it. So I start tweeting Nico, like, kind of angry, like, there's really not much here. I, I'm not quite sure. Like, it's a little bit all over the board. And then I and then I did what anybody should do was I kind of went back on Twitter, started reading some of the quotes. But what saved it for me was the video from Gunn. Mm. Because, and I know some, I know there have been some people out there that ripped his presentation that didn't think it was that well done or whatever. But what I liked from him was I, I now got the passion in the excitement, the enthusiasm, if you will, from him, from the horse's mouth, if you will, kind of breaking each project down. And I got all warm and fuzzy after watching that video. And then I started reading some of the tweets, especially when he called the flash, the great, one of the greatest comic book movies. He really likes that seen. flash movie, man. So now <laughs> I start buying it. I wonder if he likes and, that actor too. Huh? And I went and I went from a guy that was <clears throat> again almost like a little angry, like, what's really here? What do we really have here? Mm-hmm. Starting reading through it, video saved me. Then I started tweeting Nick Nico. Nico now finally caught up. I guess whatever he was doing, he was able. Nick, yeah. why don't you take it from there? You were yeah. Nico's yeah. phone took up. a big hit that day. Let yeah. me tell you. Oh, <laughs> that that had, took a big hit, man. <laughs> I gotta say, it was fun because conveniently, I'm getting all Jones Monday night. Right, people start hyping it. Little, I will say, little <clears throat> overhype happened. Even though I was still very in love with what I saw pretty quickly some some overhyping was starting out on monday night so i was getting really excited and then uh my tuesday morning the fact that it ended up being around 11 when this came out i had i i, I got sidetracked in a good way i had to do some things uh and i knew what's funny is i knew i was gonna miss it i had to be present for something right at 11 i could not have a phone out or near me mm. i knew i was gonna miss it and then i had to go to the bathroom at one point and that's when i saw these two jamokes talking about it already <laughs> and i literally had to have them i had like f- a, a quick five minute window where i just needed the buzzwords i saw them saying stuff so it was like yeah robin damien what is this uh yeah is it bruce or is it right is it bruce yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> the fuck Whoa, is Nick, the authority all right take all right easy. come on all right all right all right all right settle down <laughs> listen but I digress. And then I was able to take a moment and absorb it all. And then I called you dad and, and, and you actually talked me through it and broke it down the way gun did. And you told me what you just did now. And then it's when you were higher on it and I got really excited. And then when I finally was able to settle, like to get to a point where I could actually fully digest it, watch the video, et cetera. I was pretty freaking blown away by it. I'm blown away by it because while I think some of it feels safe, and while I do think there was a little overhype, you, you know, your mind is going to be blown. You'll never be the same after you see a slate again. Like some of that, I'm like, eh, so. yeah. yeah, because let's be honest, let's call a space fan. I'm not going to call people out directly, but Swamp Thing kind of got spoiled 
people got a little trigger happy. Um, yeah. Damien kind of spoiled. If yeah. the show really spoiled something after they said they weren't going to, I'm not going to say who. Someone oh. had a tweet that said, I'm not going to spoil, and then proceeded to have multiple <laughs> tweets that spoiled a, a couple of the series, one in massive particular. I'm not penalizing that person. I'm just saying yeah. you did. So when 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 I finally read the slate, I'm like, oh, yeah, three of these I saw at about midnight last night. All right. I think, and we knew Superman was coming. But mm-hmm. what my biggest takeaway was, was more than we all thought, the passion was there and there is every flavor possible and when you hear what the plan is it does make it to me more interesting of a chapter than any mcu phase gods and monsters because of another thing he said when you go to have the different flavors and genres Mm-hmm. they're actually going to commit to it unlike just saying they are which was a big shot at marvel it was like we're going to try all these things but they're not actually going to feel different right mm. what i loved he said is they're going to feel different but the story will move forward and i loved hearing him talk about what dc has been and this is no disrespect to prior regimes or anything because we like a lot of what came before right i love a lot of what came before but when, when he said we needed, it was too fractured. We needed to connect. We need to establish things that aren't connected, but we really need to make one of the greatest brands ever cohesive. I loved it. That being said, let's get right into it. I mm. uh, Let's get, I'm going to give the ones I know we aren't that big on first, because I don't want to do the thing where we're scrambling to talk later. Yeah, you go. Creature Commando, the animated thing. He also mentioned any actor in animation or live action, they can jump back and forth. Whoever does a voice can be in live action. Who's ever in live action can be doing a voice in something animated. It's going to be like the fun little um, niche thing in animation. He's excited about that. He wrote all of it. I think that's going to be the first thing we get. The authority. Sounds a little like the boys. I know nothing about the authority. I know pretty recently there's a Morrison uh, Superman and the authority little event that happened. I don't know if it's an event, a run or whatever. Um, but talk to me about the authority, what you two thought of that one. Yeah. Go ahead, Z. Z. Yeah. The authority one was, was interesting right off the bat because in his video presentation, he said that it's supposed to directly tie into Superman. Now that makes sense. Yeah. They're so, Either, you know, the authority to me, how I took it was they were either going to replace the elite in Superman comics, which there was a animated movie called Superman versus the elite. I was initially doing like, he's yeah. just replacing the elite with the authority. Uh, but the authority, the way that he described it, I'm not too certain. Maybe that's the route he goes, but mm. um, it tying into the Superman movie is a little bit interesting. To me, because obviously we're getting Superman first, and then this is going to come directly after. At least that's what I'm led to believe. Uh, but I got to brush it up, man, because the authority, I don't think I've read that novel by Morrison, but it sounds like we all we all really, really should. But hey, another another direction with Superman I didn't see coming. So kudos to Gunn, I guess, dipping into the box a little bit, you know, 
Uh, but Mr. C, what, what, what did you think about this? Well, here's, you know, we have a saying here in our community that you got to do the work and put the work and all that. But unfortunately, when it comes to the movies, I don't always agree with that. Right. I'm not, I'm not looking. I know in the Marvel, a lot of people watch these shows and then they go back and they read the stuff. And so I don't really have any desire to go brush up on who the authority is or anything like that. I'll just watch the movie when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Because if I can't enjoy it, it doesn't move the needle for me. I, I don't need to read. I don't need to read anything. So I can neither. I can't really comment on it. What I could tell you is that a few of the podcasters shows that I've watched. Have all alluded to what Nico said in the opening in his opening is that it's very boys like. Yeah. And that their concern is. It's like his suicide. I can't have this concern yet because I don't even watch the boys, right? I've only watched a few episodes, but there are a few people that are on board with everything, but they're concerned that it feels that you already have the suicide squad Mm -hmm. and you have the boys exist, obviously. And this is kind of like a mishmash and that eventually it's Superman versus them. And there were some people that and again, I don't want to name names right now because then it, it'll it'll draw attention to them and say, well, you'll you'll say, well, that this podcaster or this one is always negative, but they were like, can't Superman just fight his rogues gallery? Why does it have to go this? So I sound like I'm being negative. I'm not because I don't know anything about it, and I'm glad we're gonna we're gonna get Superman. We're gonna talk about that, but that's all I could tell you. I I'm not gonna sit here and trump the authority because I'm no authority on the authority it's a movie too that was that's pretty yeah uh, and that's a movie that's right key. Mm-hmm. so, I yeah, think we so just, yeah what do you think son just leave it there right i don't know who the authority is and i'm not going to read who I'm, they the are. I'm just going to wait no, no i'm just going to see the movie I, I'm um, the and it doesn't make you yeah. lazy by the way no not no no no, no it doesn't make you lazy i'm just you saying know, i'm no. the biggest comic fan there is but I, you know i don't i don't have that kind of time anymore to yeah. To like go yeah. to the encyclopedia. You to should read you should stories. read the authority because you're curious about reading about the no. authority. You shouldn't read it because yeah. he's, they're going to be in a Superman movie. And exactly. you shouldn't like not have it. read it and then pretend like you know it, which I exactly. know is what a lot of people which are probably I, doing yeah, right now. A lot of, of people are probably like, we know who the authority is. If I, I you do, shout out yeah. to you. If not, it's yeah, fine. Absolutely. Um, all right, let's do. Um, I want to do all the films first, and then we'll get into TV after. That's just how I'm going to do this. Yeah. Um, okay, Superman Legacy. That's the big one. Release date, July 11, 25. No director yet, but Gunn is writing it. Superman is said to be around 25, and he is the true creative foundation of the DCU. We've known this movie was coming. We've been talking about it, but Zeddy, as as a resident Superman guy, I mean, you have to be... You knew it was coming, but you have to be just happy to like know that there's a date and that a Superman movie is coming, the first Superman solo movie since, you know, over a decade. Yeah, this is, you know, I, this was probably one of three, four, maybe other really big announcements that I got just because, like you said, yeah, we knew it's coming. We knew gun was attached, but like like we kind of always say here, you know, there's something about seeing like a date just attached to something. Yeah, it just makes it more real. And the fact that, you know, we knew he was writing it. Uh, July 2025 isn't too far away. I will say it might feel far away. Uh, but I'm really excited that they're going back to summer 2025. Yeah. With Superman. Nice July movie. With somebody else that we're going to talk about here. Again, I'm really teeing that up. But 
Uh, it's a great move. You know, casting's underway. Like you said, too, Nico, he's going, uh, you know, in that 20, early 20s range, that 25, probably 25, 30. Might kind of toy around with that a little bit. Uh, it 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 sounds just promising, man. You know, this is this is the most exciting part, right? Is now who's gonna be Superman? Who's gonna direct Superman? You know, locations, all 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 that great stuff. So you know, this is where it's gonna start kind of kicking into full gear here. So I kind of expect James Gunn might direct the movie now. Now that I'm thinking about it, um, I think he's maybe just waiting for Guardians to come out and then he'll say, "Hey, guess what? The next thing I'm doing is Superman." Uh, that's kind of what what I'm hoping for, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, but I'm I'm re- I was really jonesed about this one, man. This is probably the first thing I saw when when everything leaked or didn't leak but came out. Father, well, I took a couple things away from this that are really important. Number one, he he committed to saying it's a four quadrant film. Yeah, so you know that number that film gets thrown around. So basically said this film's going to appeal to everybody. But Finally. the other important thing he said too, is they, is, is that Superman's in a world that's like cynical mm-hmm. and he's not. So this is his anti Snyder version as you can get. Right. Because yeah, yeah. in Snyder's version, he succumbs to Hello. the, um, if you will, the, the deconstruction of, of the of the messy world around him. This to me sounds exactly like what everybody wants, where yeah. no matter how bad it is out there, good. Superman good. is 100% bona fide enthusiasm, valor, heroic, and optimistic. And this is what you guys want. This is what I've been hearing about on podcasts and yeah. on Twitter now since ever since Snyder's version. So mm-hmm. it would very comfortably, I think I could say, you're going to get the Superman that everybody wants. And James is doubling down by saying, it's not just us. It's a four quadrant film. It's going to be the Superman that the general audience wants. So we'll see. Disappointed that there's no casting. And as we, it's as not we even go, done. Yeah, it's not even I done. understand. Yeah. I understand that, but we but they put, on, they put a date on. They put a date on it, right? And the date yeah. is, the date's about two years and four or five months away, which makes me question the date. But the only thing missing from from this thing that could have made it better is is some castings. But that's okay. But this is good news. Mm. This is the Superman everyone's waiting for. I, I also, no I also like they, the title Legacy, too, by the way. Sure. I forgot yeah. to talk about that because that wasn't, you know, nowhere in it. I'm just assuming that, like, he's carrying the legacy of, you know, being a Kryptonian and things like that. Not so much yep. the legacy of being Superman. Um, I think that's a great title, actually. I, I really, really, really like that title. I'm I'm excited and I'm motivated, motivated to dive into some Superman comic stuff to get me excited for this. Um, I, I like that we're starting with Superman. I like the mm-hmm. idea of gun writing it. We talked about it. I like the commitment to it. And I won't, won't lie to you as much as I like Cavill. I like that. It's going to be a fresh face. I think it needs to be. Um, I will say the thing I was interested about though, is it didn't feel like, and maybe it's because people knew it was coming already. This didn't feel like the one that got the most traction though. 
I thought it might, but there's a couple more, obviously. Well, uh, it's it play- never going to get the most traction when you have that other guy. That's true. As part of the announcement. And when that other guy mm. is not only part of the announcement, but it, it's something different. Well, so I first, just- let's get through this. The Batman part two. Go back and hear who who called that title. Just saying, that's a little pat myself on the back. I'll never. My father part two. (laughs) October third, twenty five. Reeves is enthusiastic. He has car blanche. I love it. Penguin's going to start filming the Reeves verse. Just bring it on. There's not much we have to go crazy about with that. All we got is a date. This is, to me, the best thing. Mm. The best thing to me is this: the brave and the bold. The real name Batman and Robin. We assume or the concept we we really know it is Batman and Robin, Bruce and Damian Wayne. Let's say something else guns in the video. This is the best part of it for me. This will be how we establish and introduce the Bat family. I know there's been people waiting for Batman and Robin. I like Robin. I do. What I like better, though, what I wanted, if you gave me a dream, we talked about this on the show before. It was when we had, like, our wish list. I want to see them all together. I Mm. don't want to see Dick go through this. I don't want to see the motions to go through Nightwing. (laughs) I don't want it to take eight years for Jason to be a prick, die, come back, fucking still be a prick, be Red Hood, Tim. (laughs) Bruce finds out he has a kid. Babs is Babs, gets shot, is Babs again. Give me them all now. In my opinion, we've reached a place where Dick Grayson is definitive as Nightwing. It is better that this it's, and in my opinion, it's the most interesting Robin choice for the big screen we can get. I'll tell you why. We've seen a lot of Batman, but we have not seen him be a father yet. We have seen very few of these heroes on screen be parents. That's cool. That added an an element to Batman that was much needed for his character progression. I'm Jones for this. Because even if the other Jamokes are only in there for a few minutes, I know we're going to get them all, all out, ball out, bat, fam. This is my favorite thing. Because of the possibilities where this movie can go. And -hmm. you know what? Now we get to play the game of who's going to play Batman again. Oh man, Robert Pattinson! It's going to be two Batmans, guys. Can you That's imagine we're going to be playing a game of who's playing Batman oh. and Superman? Again? <laughs> Unbelievable! So, Dad, um, our biggest Batman fan here. What do you think about this? We both. So you, I want to paint a picture for everyone. This is right around the time in comics too, when. You went back, Dad, after some time, and where I really started in this like 06, 07 to about 2010, 2011. We had a good run there. Mm-hmm. We, we have the Batman and Son stuff. Then Bruce died, and we were reading when it was Dick and Damien, and then Batman came back and did the Batman Incorporated thing. That was still weird. We don't talk about that. But this is, we were pretty present for this. And we both weren't necessarily crazy about the source material. I was young. I have to go back, of course. But 
what does this do for you as a Batman fan? And because we were at the center of this material when it came out, what do you, James Gunn did reference, he is pulling from the Morrison stuff with this. What do you, what do you think? Well, it's, it, it's hard for me to, to say it better than you did with the fact that, look, I got a birthday coming Friday, man. I'm a young man. But I'm not looking to wait 10 years either for the evolution of Dick Grayson. Yeah, that's I'm what I'm saying. All you young guys that are that are pissed off about Dick Grayson and Jason. A season of television is a different story. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I'm ecstatic about this because of what you just said. I I like and and Brendan Thwaites was so great as Nightwing, and I always say I could never picture anybody else being him. But to get the Bat family together they're going to be established is, is, is a major win for me personally. And I think it's going to wind up being a major win for all bat fans. Damien is irritating to no end, but that's what makes him the most interesting right now Hmm. to do it. I think doing Dick Grayson is, and I'm, I'm, he's the goat, but his Robin story has been told before. And I think it, I think it's, I think it's boring on the big screen at this point in time. We've already seen it. Yeah. So the fact that you put the father element into it and he's a little assassin and he, and he's, and, 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 you know, Bruce is trying to corral him in and change him morally, ethically. I think it's great. And you said that you said something that is great. <laughs> Who's going to be Batman? I mean, so now we're in a world where Superman's 25 and you, you got to figure Batman's about 35, right? Yeah, like no, it's not. It's not quite the forty-five-year-old Ben Affleck, but he's he's and, seasoned and, and it's and a prime it's Batman. Not quite, it's not God. quite the Pattinson who's yeah. probably about 30, 28, 29, 30, if you if you will, in 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 his movie. So you're getting not a middle-aged Batman, not a young Batman, but you're kind of getting a Batman in his prime. Yeah, which I think is really cool. Let the speculation begin. I. I'm having a ball in my mind because I can't even, as we sit here tonight, give you anybody I want to play Batman. I have no idea. I'll tell you. Because I wanted Robert Pattinson to play Batman, and he's Batman. Mm -hmm. I don't want any of the other guys, Nicholas Holt, your guy Richard Richard Martson or whatever. He's too short. (laughs) What's his name? James Martson. You're thinking of James. You're thinking of Cyclops. (laughs) Um, <laughs> uh, what's the guy from Game of Thrones? Uh, Richard Madden. But speaking of Game of Thrones, they're right? too short. Those guys. Before I pass it off to Zeddy, I I got your Dick Grayson. I got your Nightwing. Who? Sir Kristen Cole from House of the Dragon. Who? Who? <laughs> Sir Kristen Cole from House of the Dragon. He's he's too old, don't you think so? He's twenty eight. Okay. That's how he's old just, Dick he's is. Really buffed up in the show. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, is that he looks a, like a big dude, though. You know, Nightwing's not that, not that big of a guy. <laughs> Nick, come on, man. Keep what do you head. mean he's not that big of a guy? He's as tall as Bruce. I'm not cutting Dick nothing Grayson, out. Dick Grayson's a man. He's smaller than Bruce. The hell you mean? He's always had a lean. I've always lean, envisioned lean. them both a little more. He's got lean, the biggest ass in DC Comics. What are you talking about? Zeddy, talk know. about the damn movie. <laughs> if Bruce is 6'4", I always imagine Dick Grayson's maybe about like a 6'1", 6'2", you know? Come on. But that's neither here nor there. 
Uh, yeah, like like you guys said too. I think all eyes were on the the Brave and the Bold movie because obviously the title is striking in and of itself. I right? like Brave and the Bold, and then the Batman and Robin, you know, Morrison one is two entirely different things, right? Um, I like Damian Wayne. He's not my favorite Robin. He's not my favorite character. I think it his character for me has solely been dependent on who writes him and how they portray him. Because there, there's been occasions where I really like Damien, and there's times where I really can't stand uh, Damien as well. So it's, it That's is it is like like Nico said, too. It's interesting that they're going to start off with Damien now, too, because obviously the first Batman and Robin movie since uh, 1997's Batman and Robin. Let's, let, mm-hmm. like, let's, let's point that out. I mean, Robin's been absent uh, in big screen Batman movies since then. So this is a big... Well, not if you count Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, <laughs> well yeah, that's neither here nor there. Um, John Blake. So it, it's like I said, it's interesting because he's like the modern Robin for a lot of people today. He is. They, you know, he, like and Robin. Yes, for... they could have just won Dick Grayson, but then I think you kind of run into the the Robin's confusion of how old do you make Dick Grayson? You know, you could have went Tim Drake. Maybe that could have that could have been uh, probably good too. But I, I do like that it's Damien too because I think what James just... Gunn. Uh, somebody didn't say this, but Mister C, you just said it about Superman. I think he's gonna try to do the same thing with Batman, which sounds kind of crazy, but I think he's going to try to make Batman more four quad the same way. He's going to try to make Superman a four quadrant mm. movie, right? You well, think about sorry. it, dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. They were accessible movies. Everybody loved Christopher Nolan. Everybody loved Bale at the time. Were they really four quadrant movies? I don't know. The Batman certainly Not isn't really. four quad. Uh, so know. this one's going to be interesting to me. Cause I think he's going to go four a quad. little, not little. I think, you know, this is obviously a light, I'm assuming it's a more lighthearted Batman with kind of a, a pestering child, might you say, which is going to be a very relatable Ooh. aspect. So I think adding that family element to Batman being a father, you know, fighting crime. I think that that really sounds interesting to me. And that is different than what Pattinson and Reeves are doing. Mm-hmm. I'm just more, I was more blown away at the idea that there's going to be two Batman and one of which is going to hit their prime and the other is most likely going to be in their prime. Yeah, it's cool. No, that's kind of what well, Zaslav didn't want. So that's interesting that they compromise that way. Zeddy, you we've talked about on this podcast in the past how we've said they need a Batman that's more accessible to kids, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we have. I I want to believe that's what this movie is. But when James calls Damien like a killer, an assassin, I get a little worried and say, you know, how far did they take it with him, right? Yeah, probably. Because yeah. obviously there's a line you could cross then too, then where like it, it maybe isn't as accessible as fun for kids. But my whole wish with this movie is that it it it's kind of like the animated shows, the template for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A little bit. Bad family pretty much established. And you're going to get that kind of a Batman and it will appeal to the kids because we we've you you just hit the nail on the head said it the Pattinson one is the adult Batman and this Batman's going to be for adults too but I think he's got to appeal yeah. to the kids that are my wife and daughter teach right the kindergarten yeah. kids this is yeah. going to be the I think, Batman I think there needs to be a Batman movie that mm-hmm. you could take your seven eight nine ten year old kids to where let's be honest there's not many kids that age that are going to sit through. The Matt Reeves films and, no, and Batman. No. That's why Batman fails to Spider-Man. 
-hmm. in cinema, no matter how big he is, Batman, because Spidey always appeals Mm -hmm. to the whole gambit of children from the very young to the very old. So I hope you're right, Seti. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Just a little concerned with how dark of a character they make Damien. I like mm-hmm. Nick's thing if he's or what you guys say if he's a little pesky, a little yeah, little bratty. Maybe yeah, that, like that's looking to kill, looking yeah. to kill, but Bruce always stops him from killing, right? Yeah. Like I was gonna kill that guy, and he tells him you can't. Or he's just traumatized, you know. You never know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But what what even makes the movie we're gonna move on even more interesting to me is the Talia Agul factor. I was just gonna say and, that and Rosh if he's in there well, because the somebody's return. got to make up for the worst death. In the history oh, of God, it's bad. It's bad. And that was Talia al Ghul in The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> really bad. I have never <laughs> seen Terrible death. One of the worst death. deaths I've, I've ever seen on screen. And I've, <laughs> and I've watched B movies, C movies, but in a major motion picture like that. Let's. With that move. star power, that director, <sighs> how he let that scene play out <laughs> is just beyond me. That beyond might be me. the first question. When we have Chris Nolan on the podcast, then I'm when that happens. Time to move on. So we've been (laughs) we've been really talking about some of these, so we will have to speed up a little bit. Yeah, we got Superwoman of tomorrow. Uh, It's it's literally ripped and going to be based right from the Tom Tom King book from a, a couple years ago. Last year, maybe is when it finished. Uh, Tom King is one of the writers. It says he's the James Gunn loved it so much. He's going to bring it to life. Um, I haven't read it. Dad, I know you haven't read it. I know people have read it. Zeddy, you're one of them. Emmett's one of them. They really enjoy. He loves it. I'm not sure you loved it. Tell me, just give us a couple thoughts on how you feel about that. I think it's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it's going to be Kaye. I think it's going to be something totally different, someone totally different. But as someone who's read it, what do you think about Mm -hmm. that idea? Do you think it's a good idea? Do you think it's weird? Yeah, so this was actually one of my favorite announcements coming out just because the, you know, obviously like when Gunn took over, there was the, uh, there was a Supergirl movie, I guess that was in early development. And then when Gunn took over, people were led to believe that it was canceled. Um, this was like ahead of the Flash, right? Because everybody was thinking like, hi, is going to get a Supergirl movie leading out of the Flash along with other things that, you know, were canceled when Gunn took over. Uh, but I, this is an interesting one for me because I like the title of the movie. I like a lot of these titles. <laughs> That's kind of what my thing too is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I like the run. You know, it wasn't my favorite Supergirl run. I haven't read a whole lot of Supergirl, but I am going to go back and read it because I think at the time, I think a fresh set of eyes reading, rereading it now actually might do me a little bit better. But it sounds epic. It's it Lauren's favorite Supergirl story ever. So shout, out to, so shout out to Lauren. That's what she was telling us. Um, you you hit the nail on the head for me too because there's. Sasha Kaya is the X factor for me because she's apparently a really big part uh, standout in the Flash. Um, we don't know exactly you know the semantics of whether they can keep her or not. We have to see the movie. Um, Gunn said some characters can say some can go, some will be fresh, some won't be. Um, but the story takes place with a much older Supergirl. So if this is a true adaptation, then yeah, by default you can't really use Sasha Kaya because she's a younger. Uh, yeah. Supergirl. I'm under the impression that maybe that's just a title, like Woman of Tomorrow is just a title, and maybe that's just some source of inspiration uh, for the movie, but the story is a very cynical, uh, dark story of Supergirl finding her way back to hope, 
Mm-hmm. So that's he. It sounds like he's ripping the story. It verbatim, sounds like so. that's what he's doing. So it's yeah. it's an interesting idea. You know, again, another one that's going to take place after Superman. So uh, I'm all for it, though. This this is one that I that I'm that I'm really jonesed about. Uh, Mr. C, what do you think? Well, all I can say is that I I on the show I predicted there would be a female led movie, right? Yeah. Yep. Did I not say that? I just didn't know who was going to be. I don't know the story. I'm intrigued if it's Sasha or not. Doesn't sound like it might be, but um, sure, why not? I don't. I don't know the story. I, this might be one I read on, on the on the on the um. I might iPad. read it. Yeah, it's, it's only a eight great parts. story. Yeah. I do recommend it. This is this is one it. I'm going to read because I I'm a I'm a Tom King fan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shout Tom out to Ryan Lauer who had him on the Batman book club. That was yeah, a to Ryan. episode. Huge. That's very cool. Yeah, if you love really talking, big. you'll love it. You'll love it. Nick, really big. Really, really big. big. Um, but, uh, but let's move on. Yeah. Another really cool one. This rivals for my is fights for my second or third spot in terms of what I love the most. Swamp Thing mm. movie. James Gunn said it's going to be a key part of the universe. Horror film, right? That television show was so damn good. If you haven't seen that, it got cut too short. You're welcome, guys. Really, thank you. Thank you, Seth. The no, first one perfect, to see it out of all of us. In a perfect <laughs> world, I would love that whole team to come back. But yeah, I digress. Mm-hmm. Now, today we see James Mangold might be in talks to direct. I love that move. Logan, Ford v. Ferrari. I know we'll see what he does with Indy 5. But... I think it's cool that Swamp Thing will be a key point. So now, look, we have our Superman, we have our Batman, we have our Supergirl. Now we got this cool cult horror character that a lot of people love in DC, big fans. I mean, Alan Moore, some legendary stuff, right, in history. So this is cool. This rounds out the films. Thoughts on Swamp Thing pops. Ecstatic, because I not only do I love the show, I've loved the character. I, I uh, of course, dabbled in him back in the 80s and, and read him and, Again, with the emphasis that James put on this particular character and yeah. this part of the mm-hmm. world, and that it will connect, man, how can you not be excited, Zeddy? Go ahead, bro. How yeah, no, I, I th- this was a really, really great move. Um, I'm ecstatic at the idea of like a full on like horror DC movie. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking like Doctor Strange, like. You know, mm-hmm. one multiverse of man. It's like just go, go bananas with this thing, man. I mean, like Ty Constantine, bring all those people into this. But is yeah, Zatanna. this is it Tana. Yeah, but no, man. A, a nice featured length Swamp Thing movie with a much better, bigger budget. Effects are a lot Music better. To man. My damn Cast ears. a really good Swamp Thing. Music to my ears. Shout out to Crystal Reed though, who I hope can come back to. Re- to repair uh, she was uh, so good in the show a real dc so good in the man. show man so and andy bean and the guy that played swamp thing i forget his name but he was outstanding oh isn't it, uh, in the makeup yeah uh yeah. i forget his Derek, name fantastic Derek mars i think somebody he was, was so good yeah so good all right let's move on to tv we knew waller was coming team peacemaker uh chris yeah. showrunner and the creator of uh doom patrol writing that's fine do we have to talk? It's Waller. No, it's no we, we, we do. She's, yeah. she's it's fine. It's she's a legendary actress. She is from she's a Judy Dench of DC. She You're is welcome. from Cabrini Green. She is from the Shy Town guys. That could be cool. Get some DC Chicago representation. That's right. Arguably, 
I think, confirm the best thing of TV for all of us. That John Cena thing to the no <laughs> thanks to the high heavens. Oh yeah, we just need this one to happen, guys. Green Lanterns, Hal and John, True Detective, big budget HBO series that is going to key part that is going to uncover a crazy mystery that will kick off part of the conflict in the first chapter here. So the show, not only are we getting the two GLs, the definitive ones, Hal Jordan and John Stewart, true detective style, legendary. The show is going to have real stakes in the universe. Father. Finally. I, I got, I have something in my contact. I'm sorry. Just get, just give me a blackest nights. Listen, <laughs> thank God the green light. Of everything that's been announced, it's this, this to me is what yeah. everybody knows. We, we've Still had a stay in a series, too, huh? Yeah, that's okay, though, because mm-hmm. this, I think, needs to be a series because of, of the major yeah. ramifications that are going to encompass the continuity of this universe. And, and I don't, I don't want to guess what it is. Blackest night, if it's Kronos, whatever it is at the end of the day, the fact that we're going to get John Stewart in live action and another version of hell Jordan in live action and the corpse, the guardians, OA tease them all. All I can tell you this to me is the most exciting thing of the day to come out of it. And I, and I, I saw a watch James talk about it, how important it is. And I, I know that James Gunn knows how important the lanterns are to any DC history, to anything going forward. So this I'm so happy about, and I believe it this time. I never believed it before, but I believe it this time. I believe, right? This time I believe it. The other time, even when there was a cast of Guy Guard, didn't believe it. Now I do. How long do you give until we find out that the snake himself, Jeff Johns, is helping with it? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Move on from that. Move on from that. Zeddy, Lanterns, GL, friggin' finally i love that this is happening man you know i i've i've been on record i think you know the treatment of green lantern is probably just as worse maybe if not worse than marvel's treatment of hulk man i mean come on this is a whole sect of dc lore that's been abandoned for for quite some time now you know it is time to get the ball rolling on this thing you know and i said it before they love that lethal weapon buddy cop idea for green lantern right that was a thing at the time uh that they kind of abandoned and kind of recircle back to it so um, I love it, man. Like I said, get this lore up and running, man. It, it it's just freaking time. That's my thing. It's freaking time. I'm gonna say this right now. Say I'm it. more interested. Say it. In who's I, gonna be John Stewart and Hal Jordan mm-hmm. than I am in who's gonna be the next. Batman. I yes, I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you. I and, agree and, with and, you. and and part of the reason is because I have a guy that I am absolutely in love with playing Batman currently in Robert Pattinson. Absolutely. Yet I feel like the next Batman is just kind of like having your cake and eating it too. So people like both of them. (laughs) And I know Zeddy, you're a big Superman guy and we want to know who it is. But for me right now, it's Hal and John. The most important thing is John and Hal who are going to play these guys because it's not, it's HBO. It's big series. But remember, these are also two gentlemen that have to make their way to the big screen of the cinema and be able to play. 
Well, what once once the Avengers uh kill Kang, that'll open up a spot for uh for two people in a movie called Devotion. You all should watch it. I'm talking about Glenn Powell and Jonathan Majors, baby. Well, give it. That would be pretty electric. Me. Yeah, I don't see that though. Kang. Yeah. I well, got by the time John. Secret Wars is done, that Gulano show will be ready to come out anyway. I got your John in hell, and I'm not saying <laughs> it. Oh, come on, uh, do it. No, I'm not saying it. Why? Why? You leave everybody it. hanging here? Jeez. Yeah. I wow. leave everyone Why not? Here. Say it now. And if you're right, you're right. Go ahead. I, I, no I would say I want Sterling K. Brown as John Stewart. And it's so Hell an, Jordan. So an older John Stewart and a I, younger Hell Jordan? No, I want these guys are both the same age, and I want James Martin as Hell Jordan, man. So you're you're going those, you're going veteran, you're going too. seasoned veterans. Okay. Both both seasoned okay. veterans. That's what true detective is. But would what, what do you think one of them's like kind of like a mentor old? I'm gonna veteran? tell you who I want right now. Do it. Who will blow the roof off? I would, I would think Nico Hal is older than, than John. He won't come to TV. Don't say Tom Cruise. He'll never do TV. No. I want. Yeah, he won't. Bradley I think Cooper. this guy would do it. I think Bradley Cooper. That would be so sick. And I want Michael B. Jordan. You will. That blow. would be. But it won't yeah. happen. I, I know. know. But it, will. it will be the biggest thing. Ever. I yeah. know. Michael B. Jordan and Bradley Cooper. And you have the age dynamic between the two of them, too. I still think it's gonna be like seven though. I think you're gonna get a younger, sure, a younger, fresher cop with with a more like older veteran. I don't know. But but you know, but you're right. If they're gonna to translate to the big screen, you kind of gotta keep them a little bit, I guess, similar in age, right? Similar. But, well, no, let's, who knows? let's round this out quickly. We got Paradise Loss, a Game of Thrones-esque style story set on Themyscira before Wonder Woman's birth. Does that mean nudity? Where's Gal? Does that mean nudity? Where's Gal? Wait, Z, does that mean nudity? I don't understand. Well, there was nudity in Game of Thrones. It means incest and nudity and all the above. Sounds cool. I think what it does sound like they did is they did. It does feel like they took some of the ideas that were already in in the woodwork and reworked them into their plan. There was the Amazon show for a while that was thought between Jenkins and Johns. They did talk to Patty. They said they talked to Gal. Who knows? Cool idea, though. I'm all for the Amazons. I personally would have rather had it where we're seeing newer Amazons like a Yara, like a Nubia, like a Donna. Um, but could be a cool, could be a cool series. Once again, it's a cool flavor, though. It's that medieval high fantasy Amazon. Could be cool. Last one I think is really cool and could be a very cool sleeper hit is Booster Gold. His story. If you don't know him, he's a loser from the future who uses basic technology to come back today and pretend to be a superhero, right? He's a cult DC hero. He's a low-key, very beloved DC hero who has played a big role in some big DC comic stories. When you think about the comedy of it, the, the, the certain flavor of it here too, could be really cool. could be a lot of fun for people. could be a lot of memes. could be a lot of fun Twitter, TikTok dialogue, right? So these are all the flavors. Right. What do you both think of Booster Gold? I think worst, it's- kept, worst kept secret of the whole thing. I think the most yeah, worst kept thing, secret. The honestly, most- to come out of the whole announcement was that Booster Gold was, 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 was going to be it. It was going to be. Again, I've got a long history with Booster Gold. I, I think that Chris Pratt 
was born to play booster gold. I don't, I, want I don't, that. I don't know if he's going to be him or not, but I, I, I kind of feel that way because that. again, I think you guys have to understand that there needs to be some, some star power behind some of these things here. And um, yeah, booster gold as all the makings of a absolutely fun, exciting, I think it could be big budget, time travel, comedy. It's all there, man. It's all there for Booster Gold. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah, I think this one's going to depend on who they get as as Booster Gold. I think that's going to be kind of the the sole indicator, right? But I like it. You know, did any of us really think we were going to like Peacemaker? It had John Cena in it, but I think that's kind of like the benchmark I'm looking at, right? Is no, you cast, yeah. you, you cast somebody really good that's appealing, kind of has a striking presence to him. You throw them in Brewster Gold. I, I, th- I think we're cooking here. I like it. Oil. Like cooking it. with oil. So that's it. That's it, guys. That's Ooh. the slate. It's cool. There was word of there's another project they couldn't announce because the name would give it away. There's a director, apparently, that's attached to something unknown um, or known that they want to reveal that. That's not even all of Chapter 1. It's called Gods and Monsters. The writing team. The brain trust is pretty cool. It's Gunn, Tom King, Crystal Henry from Watchmen, Christina Hodson. Shout out to Christina Hodson, man. She's become a she's gonna become household DC writer there with the flash uh Jeremy Slater from Moon Knight, which <laughs> and, I missed you to uh, put that in there. Drew Goddard, the Daredevil series, which we haven't watched that, but everyone freaking loves. So that's cool. Yeah, you guys gotta watch that. But man. but just because some writers had questionable stuff in the past doesn't mean they're always going to be bad. And just because they had great stuff doesn't also mean everything they'll do is great, but usually it is. I, I, I like that team. And I know Grant Morrison is involved too, which is cool. So he's got a lot of these cool brain mm-hmm. pieces helping out with these stories. He did say Blue Beetle will be a big part of his universe too, which is cool. So pay yeah. attention to that movie. Um, I did want to grab some of our friends' thoughts here. That's a fun thing. Um, I'm just going to bring up, you know, all of what people said, and you could pick the one you want to respond to. So uh, our boy Jacob Miller says, I 100% believe this was the right move, and I cannot wait to see some of these projects come to fruition. I hope all these projects see the light of day, and I understand why they didn't continue with previous stuff or previous actors. Can't wait. So he's just hyped. Emmett Davis asks, uh, chances of one or more announced projects from Gods of Monsters don't happen. Thoughts on that? I think these all do. I'll be honest. I think these all do. Yeah, I think they have to. I think this first slate has to happen. And I think they have to commit, right? MCU phase one, keep going, keep going. You can't quit. You must commit. So I don't think so. I mean, I think whatever was announced happens. Mm -hmm. Sad. Yeah, I think I think everything happens, but I think there's a chance if they get certain actors to commit or get on board, maybe you get a tease of somebody coming back. Like say gal can can somehow find a way into the universe i think you throw internet paradise uh ah uh, yeah series but i think everything, could mold I think everything a little happens bit. yeah but i just could happens. mold a little bit yeah. but but i think they got a pretty nice support from zaslov to, to keep moving forward yep. um from spencer who's david legoth on twitter um great guitar player as well um, there's a touch of every part of the dc mythos already in the slate as we see it amen that's what i was saying earlier great minds think alike 
Any thoughts to where this leads? Probably a dumb question. It's not a dumb question. There's never such thing, but I'm fascinated at what this overlying threat may be. Thanks, dudes. Love you, brother. Love you all who commit, who chose to, who chose to tweet at us here. I still think it's anti-monitor brainiac. Um, I, I won't say dark side because they use them, but I still think it has something to do with all that. I have a, a low key one that I'm thinking of, but you two go first. I have one that I think fits more of gun. I'll be honest, but go ahead. You know, I I'm just the master of the obvious. So I'm thinking what you're thinking. So what do you think, Zeddy? Is there anybody else? I mean, um, I'm I mean, intrigued because like, I think you're right, Nico. I think gun's got something up his sleeve, but go ahead. Z what this leads to. I mean, it should yeah. lead to a justly movie. I guess the answer is question flat out. Um, yeah, but I, think, I think gorilla God actually fits in his, uh, fits in his landscape. Wow. Is that what like you're going to say? Nico? I had two things. I was going to say some sort of grad Lex yeah. villain team up, or I won't lie to you. This is a stretch, but we've seen them now. Marvel is twice building towards one big bad powerful what about a big bad who starts turning the heroes in the zombified things gl is uncovering the mystery what if they do like a blackest night style thing? oh well dude that's the that's the that's the uh wow that's like the fantasy right and some of the heroes got to get the rings and everything Ooh. I the mean, biggest, the biggest cool. story ever told. All the beacons are chosen. All the heroes are chosen. The ones who are still there to fight. I don't know. It could be cool. Um, That's pretty bold. Bill Wall, yeah. Philly Dubs. Speculation on the other unannounced projects in Chapter One. Um, I think Chapter One ends with the Justice League movie. That's yeah, obvious. I agree. I agree. I also think there will be a, a Wonder Woman project i just don't know if it'll be gal or not i think that's what they're figuring out is the wow. is the prequel going to be hers or is it going to be a new prequel that establishes a new wonder woman and new continuity um that's what i think those are my two guesses father boy i i i you know when i look at this first slate how do you get to the justice league though that quick i'm not sure i'm not sure and what is the unannounced thing like i i can't figure it out What's mm. the unannounced thing with the director tied to it? it um, you guys think it's Justice League? I have no idea. I, I can't even guess right now. Yeah, I think it's Andy doing. I was going to say, I got something Andy Muschietti involved. You uh, think so? I think there's more films that are going to come out that yeah. ride into it. But I think they need someone to commit to that idea now so that they can start getting it ready. Yeah. My you know? my wild card is what they do with Flash still. Um, oh, yeah. Because you obviously can't have a Justice League movie without Flash, and no. there, there's a big X factor here. You know, do they get a move on a Flash sequel so soon after this one, or, or do they let you know this movie come out and then get to that later? But I don't know. We'll see, man. What's wild though is the sequel, in theory, won't have anything that makes the first one so good. You know, I know. like how do you go to a solo Flash movie ever again? And we now? set off the top keeping uh, the Flash <laughs> casting might be a lot easier than set than done. Well, James Gunn <laughs> said Ezra's movie's already made. He didn't let Gal go. They talked to her. Some characters might stay the same. Some might not. 
So it's it's wild. We we won't get too much into those. Maybe we'll yeah. save some of those comments for next week. Yeah. Um uh last two. Um Chris Harlow, Robin, shout out to the Tottenham Hotspur too. Coys. Uh can't wait to see what bad family members turn up in Brave and the Bold. Any preference? Uh that all of them cameo. Yeah. Even if Me it's too. and what I mean by cameo is a pop in here and out. I think it would be cool to have a little bit more of Mr. Grayson in there. Mm-hmm. Um, his true son, not biological, but in every other sense of the word, that is his son. Uh, Cause I think Batman is going to need the help of that team yeah. to kind of help him be like, how do I be a dad? <laughs> you know, could be fun. Mm-hmm. Could, could be fun to have like Jay, uh, like Dick and Babs be like, you got it. You, you got a kid look how you did with us you know what i mean it could be funny yeah. um and also it could I, be very I, I, emotional I, uh-huh i say i want two things here it could be really emotional so can this thing i want dick grayson to beat the absolute crap out of damien that could be really he's got emotional it. he's got to throw it in the back cave of course he's got in, in the back cave i want all the suits on display. all the suits yes all the suits on this boy and i say go nuts don't just show me that you got right. Give give Dick, me the penny. Jason. Give me the freaking dinosaur. But no, he's gone. You know what? Yeah. I said, run it up. Don't just give me. <laughs> don't just give me that you got Dick, Jason, Tim, Babs, and Damien. Yeah. Tell me Steph is out there. Tell me Cass is out there. Oh, okay. Tell me. Tell, tell me, me Mr. Asriel is out, out there. there. Tell <laughs> me Asriel is out there. Tell me Batman's out there, like Dan said. So you know how I never got the the Superman Batman scene, the world's finest scene that I've always always wished my whole life. Where yeah, well, they together. <laughs> I envision <laughs> two scenarios where I think this has to be in in the movie. They're either all gathered in the Batcave, and I'm Nico, just like you said, all of them, all of them, or they're on a rooftop. Oh. And Damien scorches all of them. Oh yeah, he, he starts a roast with- of everybody. Like <laughs> Dick, you're a loser. You're the son. You, I'm the son that you could never be. He tells Jason Todd, "You should have stayed dead." Abs, <laughs> you're a loser. Where he just, you know, he's such a little prick, right? And we've seen this in the comics, right? Where he just yeah. destroys them, right? I want that scene where he walks to each one of them and he just tears them Fun apart. Loss. He, he calls your name's Gra- dick Grayson. that's fun yeah. you Grayson. are a dick you are what your name Grayson. you're gross dick <laughs> and our guy brian brewster wants zeddy to be robin oh thank you thank too you old. shout out to zeddy as well yeah too old too old brian listen. so was chris o'donnell and batman forever but they made that work <laughs> and that's why it'll never happen again exactly. that's right that's true <laughs> gentlemen um this has been a blast we got it all thank you for everyone who commented thank who you. tweeted us who wanted to contribute i'm just making sure we didn't miss anyone here I think anyone who brought in something super late um but it's just uh, it's cool it's cool it's just really looking to oh javi from asm classics one more oh. came in during recording he just said optimistic about where dc studios goes from here and greatly looking forward to two iterations of batman on film javi it's a great comment. Uh, we couldn't agree that. more. Javi, one of the goats, the Javi verse is always a verse I want to live in. Yeah. That being said, gentlemen, um, any closing thoughts before plugs? Yeah, I'll let me take the closing thought here. So, okay. you know, there's a lot of discourse. Is it a reboot? Not a reboot? What happened? It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Um, there's a reason Henry's not continuing on. There's a reason some of them are. I don't think it's it was ever. Gunn kind of alluded to this when he responded to that article in December that it's not what everybody thinks it is. So just accept it for what it is. There's some really cool stuff coming. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think it's like I said before, I think it's a good time to be a DC fan. I think there's hope and optimism and I'm not so sure that these movies all have to do like a billion dollars either. No. I think that they're going to let we them adjust build. those expectations. Yeah. I think everything's adjusted. And I, while it seems like they're trying to follow a little bit similar of, a, of an MCU template, I still think it's different. Oh, no, it's different. And, it's different. And it's I have I have faith in them that they'll at least get the first slate done. And I'm very happy with it. And I think most people that are really fans of DC, DC Comics, should be pretty happy with this. Thank yeah. you. Zed, final thoughts. Yeah, final thoughts. Um, I haven't been this excited since I probably saw the first trailer for the Batman. You know, it was uh it was a great day, man. You know, I kind of opened up with that with that quote from the Dark Knight. I think it kind of sums it up perfectly, right? Like sometimes. People deserve to have their faith rewarded, right? I think us that have had our faith in DC, I think, uh, for a long time now, I think we're going to be rewarded here a little bit. So I'm I'm excited to be on the ride here, man. World's finest in 2025. Quick and finally, man. A Batman and Superman movie in the same year. You know, they're they're gonna take they're gonna take next year off a little bit, just Joker 2, some TV stuff in there, but what a way to come out the gate hot, man. You know, your two biggest IPs. In 2025, kicking the gate hot off here. I know one of them's like an Elseworlds label that James Gunn said, but nonetheless, man, world's finest in 2025. Hell freaking yeah. Let's go. I'm hyped. Listen, I like it all. I hope it's all good. Feels good to be a DC fan. It feels like a lot of the noise that there still is a little bit of noise, but the more time and the closer it gets to these things, that noise is going to stop. And we just got to hope it's good. I'll tell you guys why. This is DC's last shot, and I'm glad they're going for it. They're swinging. There's a lot of flavors. There's going to be some comedy, some horror, some mainstream, some heavy hitters, some obscure, and it's all going to build towards something cool. I hope in James Gunn we trust, and Peter Safran we trust, and in David Zaslav we have to trust because he's the CEO. Um, but let's get it, V39, moving forward, here to stay. It's going to be cool to talk about some DC-centric stuff now that's consistent, that is unwavering, that is not going to pivot. Let's hope to dear God we've been hurt before. Let's really hope third time's a charm with this third regime here. It's kind of what it is. It does kind of feel like the first one, things fell apart, then Hamada and them salvaged, then Discovery and Zaslav. It feels like the rebirth. Hell yeah. Let's ride. Amen. Dad, where could everyone find you? Everyone could find me at N Caruso Jr. on Twitter. And please follow our other fantastic podcast, RBTE, right between the ice podcast with drummer Rob Ten. I wish you guys could see what Zeddy does during this every and, week. Yeah. I'm gonna film it. Is our time. KISS, the Rock Group KISS I podcast. I love stealing we, your love, man. Three generations of KISS fans. We uh we just concluded a great one where we we took apart the demos from the creatures of the night. 40th anniversary box set and we're going to have a new one coming soon we rock all rock and roll all night and we party every day you can follow me everywhere at nico caruso twitter instagram letterbox at nico knows film on tiktok all my twitter 
my Twitter has all the other shows I do. I don't want to take up too much time because this is a long, juicy one. But come yeah. look at my Twitter, follow my TikTok, all the stuff you need to know about me and other shows are on those two platforms. Zeddy, close us out and bring us home safe. Close it out, man. For my two guys here, I got to go head over to uh, Detroit Rock City. So I will keep this uh, nice, short, and sweet here. Uh, of course, follow the show uh, anywhere get your podcast at, including Twitter at Vigilancy1979. That's where all our plugs are and everything else that the show has going on, as well as us. Uh, see public stories at Vigilante1979 as well. I'm on Twitter and TikTok at Nixemic and give my letterbox a follow at Zeddy Films. And that is going to about do it for this week's episode. Thank you all so much for tuning in, for sending in your support. It's great to be on the ride here with DC. We're, we're, on, we're on the up and up, man. It feels pretty, pretty damn good. So hopefully here's, here's to a nice long and sustainable journey to come so that is gonna about do it for this week's episode for nico crusoe for his father nick crusoe jr my name is mannequin as michael keaton's batman always says i want you to tell all your friends about me we live in a society it's the last time i'm gonna say that one goodbye <laughs>